Well, hello there. Well, hello everybody out there in music video land. Welcome to another edition of This Week in Music Videos, the Music Video Land podcast, brought to you by your good friends at imvdb.net. Ha, that's a joke. It's .com, although we do own the .net. Um, my name is Adam. Uh, we own a few other domains, too, uh, of imvdb. And with me, as usual, is the man himself, uh... Mr. Doug Klinger, how are you, Doug? Doing super good, Adam. You tried to hide from me. I mean, it was, could you blame me? No. It's totally understandable, and what I did was completely out of line. I mean, it was a game of hide-and-seek. Yeah. Um, uh, a game of hide-and-seek prompted by inappropriate behavior by me. Right. I mean, it was it was both of those things. Yeah. It's a weird combo of things. Uh, well, let's not talk about that. Let's talk nope. about... Our friend Adam Alexander, whose mic sounds super hot today, um, <laughs> up there north of the wall of Fringe Music uh, Fix. It's uh, Mr. Adam Alexander. How are you, Adam? I'm good. I've I've been in hiding though, and but I'm back. Right. Well, when Doug did that inappropriate thing, and then we both hid. I mean, yeah. I eventually came out and kind of went on with my life. You've been hiding for four weeks now, though. Yeah. Wow. Well, Is that how yeah. long it's been? Four four weeks it's since Adam Alexander. Since before Christmas, anyhow. Wow. It's been a while. I'm sorry about that, Adam. Sorry, I'm going to let you know. <laughs> um, I, I, was, I was under a bed, and uh, yeah, it was time to emerge and talk about What were you doing under this bed? Let's talk about this. Just, you know, just collecting my thoughts, uh, okay. a bit of med- deep meditation, and, and just getting in touch with, uh, with myself. I love Excellent. this. So, this is great. This is January. Um, this is a podcast where we talk about music videos, new releases, news, etc. And we're in January 2016. Last episode, um, we talked about you know our hopes and dreams, the wildest fantasies about what could happen with music videos in the year 2016. And now we're living it. We're living the yeah. dream. And let's see how close we are. There's a little bit of music video news from this week. Mm-hmm. And let's uh, let's see if it aligned with any of our predictions. Okay, let's see. Let's pull up the old Google News search for music videos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tap, tap, tap. I'm seeing a lot of... Okay, here we go. So uh, from the BBC News, online music videos expose teens to smoking and drinking. Ooh, okay. Now, we did not predict, predict that, uh, but we did know about it. Right. I mean... Like when we were teens... Right. It wasn't online music videos, but music videos in general, that's how we were first exposed to smoking and drinking. Right. N- none of our peers, certainly not our, <laughs> certainly not our parents or older, or older cousins, mm-hmm. uh, it was music videos. Absolutely, 100%. Um, and I guess now that's coming, this, this is a music uh, video related piece of news that has kind of been passed around. Uh, this week, which I saw in many different places, which was interesting, kind of like one of the first music video pieces of news of the year. Um, and this is taking it off with important shit. Yeah, it was some important stuff. And this is interesting because it, it's a uh, research from the Journal of Epidemiology and Community Ooh. Health, which you're a um, subscriber to. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been a subscriber for 10 years. I gladly. Uh, fork over my money. Lots of ads now, though, but, you know, still good content here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did a study that said uh, girls between the ages of 13 and 15 were exposed to cigarettes and alcohol in music videos. And now, did it say what the result of this exposure was? Just, like, awareness of their existence? 
It's like we found out that these these teenage girls are now aware of cigarettes and alcohol. Um, I guess so. I mean, uh, Adam <laughs> Alexander, we were talking about this article before we started the podcast that Adam Alexander uh, pointed out a section in, in this article, which we will link to in the show notes, um, that has some helpful song lyrics uh, that, you know, maybe parents would not realize has some references to drugs and alcohol. Adam, do you want to tell us some about some of these song lyrics? Because they're like really subtle lyrics. They're not li- like literal at all. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, the excerpt from Beyonce's Drunken Love, I've been drinking, I've been drinking. I get filthy when that liquor get into me. Mm-hmm. Oh, so and that- what is this in reference to? This is in reference to alcohol use? I well, that's true. There's some ambiguity there. She, yeah. What is she? Could, well, liquor. She does mention liquor. So yeah, but she could be using it with co- in cooking, and it could burn off the alcohol. You never know, <laughs> right? Uh, she, like okay. a, you know, it just says it's in her. Does she mention deglazing the pan at any point in that song? That's probably what they cut out. They just put so in the thing about the drinking. Here's what I love about this article is that it is it says that the music videos expose teens to music video or to drug or alcohol and cigarettes. So it doesn't increase their likelihood of using them. Uh, it doesn't uh, introduce them to it. Uh, it doesn't uh, like uh, make it like it doesn't do anything but just kind of show like acknowledge to this group of kids. Yep. Cigarettes and alcohol continue to exist. Here's proof by being exposed to it. Like it's it's a this is what we would call a a fake a fake thing, right? Well, so th- there's a little bit more information in this article about, um, and they did some researches from a Dr. Cranwell, um, calculating the number of impressions, any verbal or visual reference of alcohol, tobacco, imaginary in imagery in videos. So did they show them videos or did they just like ask these kids in general, like, hey, have you ever watched music videos? Uh, were there cigarettes in them? Well, so what they did was they um, asked these 11 to 18 year, 18 year olds, also a group of over 19 year olds, you know, where they had seen these 32 popular music videos. Um, and they kind of charted this between uh, the 3rd of November 2013 to, to the 19th of January 2014. And, you know, they calculated based on, you know, what these kids said they saw these videos or had been exposed to them and calculated that with these 32 videos, those were responsible for 1,006 million impressions um, and about 203 million of tobacco. So I guess the point of the, the, the article and this research is making is that, you know, since music videos are extremely popular and people are watching them quite a bit, they're making an impression on uh, teenagers and kids because now they are not just something that uh, you have to seek out online, they're very prevalent online, that the, the content of these music videos uh, matters and they're sort of you know uh, measuring what's in there and what's, what sort of impressions are being made right. by kids. Which I think, you know, it, uh, on the whole is, uh, you know, valid research to do, especially because, you know, kids are watching tons of music videos. Right. I guess it's just, um, to me... To be focusing on alcohol use and cigarette use, all you need to do to see that happening is to just, like, go outside. Like, these are the types of things that happen freely in the middle of the street uh, outside my door. Uh, People smoke cigarettes outside of my door, and there's a bar next door. So I guess I'm just, like, curious with the validity of just, like, tracking these two things specifically. Uh, It's one thing if it was drug use or anything that is, like, illegal behavior. Uh, but that's not what's 
happening here. I'm not really taking a side, but I guess just to kind of counter that, just to be even, I would say that um, a lot of the videos are sort of presenting that stuff in a sort of glorified manner. Uh, These are cool celebrities that they like and and pop stars that they like. And if they're smoking and drinking, it might suggest that that's like a cool thing to do. I guess that's the part of the implication. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I know I can definitely think of plenty of examples of it existing uh, for alcohol. But can you guys off the top of your head uh, think think of examples of like, oh, that's that music video did make cigarettes look cool. Maybe not cigarettes, but smoking or maybe maybe vaping i don't know does is vaping happen in music videos that much i'm not really well I, i've that. definitely seen e-cigarettes product placement mm-hmm. for sure um but it's not like i see it it's not like drinking like drinking is ha- hey, drinking happens in all sorts of music videos um you know or like the just like the presence of alcohol uh yeah, it's very that, very heavy. I think it's fair to say that that is by and in the study did you know when t- looking at these thirty two music videos did report a significantly higher portion of alcohol use than anything else. I guess it's you know what you know the idea behind this is is that if you know that there is going to be some sort of media that is going to be the most prevalent among mm-hmm. teens. Um, that's going to be something that they would say, you know, these are, this is the type of media that we consume the most. Remember in the 90s, it was, you know, although video games are more popular than ever, it was video games and violence. And that was sort right. of the, mm-hmm. the moral crusade. Um, I mean, maybe, you know, this is obviously a very small article. And even though it was kind of like picked up by, uh, you know, blogs here and there, they're kind of just like little studies. But this is enough to get like somebody riled up and mm-hmm. a Facebook page, a Facebook, you know, fan page, uh, GoFundMe, you know, something to pop up, uh, to seem like there is a genuine kind of like populist, uh, push to like, you know, like you said, crusade to kind of add some decency to music videos and get all these cigarettes out of there. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, it's so a go to anybody in the street, who is, you know, of an older generation, you know, a generation who has children of these teenage year age, ages, and, uh, and, and, you know, ask them about music videos. And I think in, you know, my experience, just talking to people about music videos, people are shocked to hear the music videos are so popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you mention music videos to a certain, you know, generation of people, they immediately kind of go back to the MTV era and and just kind of instinctively think that music videos are are dead. So, you know, uh, when you tell them, hey, there's a short form media uh, that features artists that these kids idolize. Um, and there's, you know, absolutely no regulation or... Yeah, because that's the thing, because you do have to, like, like a, a beer ad can't show people chugging beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. You know, it's, like, very... Sp- like, there are there are rules. Like, they can mm-hmm. show... They can advertise the sale of beer, but they can't advertise the consumption of beer. Um, but I don't know what, like, where those rules exist in music videos because you certainly see music, uh, alcohol product placement in music videos. Um, uh, but I don't know what the rules are because I've certainly seen people drinking in music videos too. I don't, I don't think that you can't show people drinking in music videos. But I wonder if there's a line, um, if there's payment involved or, or something like that. But, uh, you know, 
it, it's a fine line and it's a it's a, a difficult thing to regulate. So yeah. Uh, I'm, I, I've been convinced of the validity of the study, even though when we first brought it up, I thought it was going to be the dumbest thing ever. Uh, you know, well, it's a it's a point. Well, that goes back to you know our conversation about what happens in 2016 for music videos. My not fear, but maybe uh, premonition, let's call it, is that maybe a lot of these groups that had sort of uh, you know shoveled dirt over music videos as something they didn't have to worry about anymore as influencing. Uh, children and teens are realizing that, hey, uh, if you look at YouTube and count up all the most popular mu- uh, videos out there that people are watching, uh, music videos are just basically everything um, mm-hmm. in terms of actual just raw numbers and influence and yeah. couple that with you know the music industry. Uh, so they're probably thinking like, hey, wait a second. Nobody is controlling what's going into that. And, and you know, I'm not saying that, that anybody needs to. But right. if uh, we have a group over here saying, hey, wait a second, uh, you guys, you can't just do anything you want. And then a flourishing music video industry mm-hmm. on the other side um, that could be gearing up to for a kind of interesting battle. And, it, and it's working, too. You know, I um, you, you mentioned vaping. There's there is a lot of vaping in music videos and I'm addicted to vape. And I think it's because of music videos. Uh, what music video did did it for you, Doug? I think it's just the combination of them all that made me addicted to vape. Hmm, interesting, um, Adam. What are you addicted to that you saw in music videos? Uh, basically, just music videos. I'm addicted to music videos, and mm-hmm. I saw those uh, while watching music videos. And yeah, no vaping, nothing, no nothing like that. But uh, but yeah, that, that's. Uh, I think well, this does you. raise some interesting points, though, and uh, just. Because, like you guys said, who who is watching this type of content? I think someone should probably because it is a bit of a. I see some crazy stuff in videos that you don't really see on TV. Um, yeah. Well, so um, another part of this article that mentions is something that we have talked about on this podcast before and have mentioned, and that is the British Board of Film Classification <laughs> uh, starting to put age ratings on online pop videos. Uh, remember. Uh, uh, I think we're just old enough to remember this, um, but when TV like the started, Y seven yeah TV started putting age ratings on uh, channels like uh, uh, people probably you know that are that are younger than us you know turn on the TV and the beginning of the uh, you know the half hour a little black box comes up in the corner and tells you you know the age appropriateness of the channel um, and that was is kind of a recent thing I believe that started sometime in the nineteen nineties. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, I believe that was a a, um, a a pretty easy win for the Clinton campaign in the '90s uh, because everybody was like, "Yeah, sure, why not? Just put that on there." Um, mm-hmm. And it, I, I think it, that's kind of the recognition of that is dying out as more people, you know, watch things like music videos and more people watch thing, TV on uh, Netflix or, or wherever they you know get their content. So less people recognize it. But for the 2000s, that was and still is. Um, you know, a thing that people, you know, uh, decided, hey, we have to put some sort of warning on this. Mm-hmm. Um, so what the British Board of Film Classification has done, um, they've started very, very small. I can't remember the exact number of music videos they tried to do this, but it was sort of like a comically small number. It was like 100 or something like that. Um, you know, tried to put these age ratings on there, which is a start. But as we have mentioned, um, and probably... Uh, you know, uh, pointed out is a is a point of difficulty for us. There are 
hundreds of thousands of music videos coming out. So it's really tough to kind of, uh, you know, put a, a filter on that and say, hold on, if you're going to see this music video, you got to see this morning first. Um, mm-hmm. Or we gotta, we're going to be able to channel this content into certain uh, places based on who you are and, and what uh, other people think you should be able to see. Uh, do you remember what the, the one music video that got the 18 plus rating was? Was it Smack My Bitch Up by Prodigy? No, I think it was a Dizzy Rascal music video, actually. Really? Yeah. Um, I can't remember the video now, but I'm pretty sure that one video. Oh, the British Board of Film Classification one. Okay, sorry. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my head was still back in uh, actual. Because MTV never put any age ratings on videos. They had to do it for, like, if you watched Beavis and Butthead, it was going to show you. Well, they would age rate TRL, and it would just be a blanket rating. Right. Like, TRL would just get, like, whatever the peak of what the worst music video would be is mm-hmm. the age rating that, you know, because you basically got these blanket ratings for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the uh, – do you remember, like, HBO did it first? Like HBO used to have its own version of that, and they still do. Yeah, and it says at the beginning like what, <laughs> what, to, what might be in there. And, <laughs> and I remember it, yeah. being a kid, and like if the end was there, like the whole reason as a twelve-year-old that I started watching Mister Show with Bob and David is because it said that there might be nudity in it, and <laughs> and I watched. I, I remember watching the commentary on Mister Show with Bob and David, and. Like there's one episode with like a male butt and David Cross is like, oh, there's the reason we get the N in front of every episode. <laughs> like it's just some like insignificant like little thing in one episode. And for three seasons long, uh, it said nudity. But I'm better for it, you know, in the long run. Which is hilarious it. because the the point of it is to deter youth from watching stuff. <laughs> yeah, but, right, like but I did the exact watching. same thing. That was yeah. like the it was like nudity. Yes. Yeah, it's I like no start you're... recording and <laughs> should I watch this or not? Is it is it gonna be worth my time? But like yeah, I mean I'm more enriched for it having watched Mr. Show at age twelve. So it's interesting to think about, you know, if so let's say in a hypothetical situation that uh, we have some sort of morality crisis in the U.S. and uh, <coughs> there's a lot of like political momentum to put ratings on music videos. Um, one issue is that there's no centralized except for YouTube and uh, in, in Vimeo and Vivo and other online retailers of music videos. There is no like really central pipe to put the filter on. Um, right. So it's not like cable TV where it's, you know, the solution to it is extremely simple. You just send this out to all the people that broadcast cable TV and they have to follow suit. Um, let's say they did try to, like, you know, put some sort of rating system on this. Um, it's interesting to think of what that would actually look like. Um, and I think the biggest challenge that they would uh, face is one that we have faced. And that is what is a music video? It's 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 sort of like, uh, you know, going and saying I'm gonna clean out all the rocks out of the river or something like that. It really is kind of, uh, you know, technically impossible to go yeah. on the internet and say, hey, I'm gonna find every music video and I'm gonna put an age rating on it. It would have to be sort of like you, an every video thing. I don't even think you could. Right, right. To say you're gonna do it to every music video, you'd have to say we're gonna do it to every video on the internet. Um, but also, like, I don't even think you'd be able to do it for v- like just if Vivo said, okay, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. If Vivo agreed to do it, 
is somebody going to go back and just watch every every of the 60,000 music videos in Vivo's archive and and just rate them? Like that's nobody's doing that. This is it's not going to happen. Uh, and and it's not going to happen for the new stuff either. There is a, you know, a dozen music videos released on Vivo a day um at least and you know th- nobody's nobody's watching all of those it, it, like no single person so i just don't think there's any sort of like this is just, it's just like the only way that this is going to happen is if magic is invented mm-hmm. so um well yeah. i mean they did it for cable tv i, mean, I think but that but it's basically but cable TV doesn't it already go through a censoring process, right? Yeah, and it, and it is like under the the the, uh, the purview of the FCC, so yeah, right, um, which has the 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 money and the funding to do that. So yeah, yeah. If, if if Vivo was gonna gonna do that, I would have to imagine it would just be like get the intern to like go ahead and like and like mark these ones as nudity, unless there was some sort of like actual like. If there's like a, if Senator Ted Cruz suddenly yes. makes this his his issue, like for some reason, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Ted Cruz decides that like the people in New Hampshire are really upset about mu- the filth in music videos, <laughs> um, and he needs to make this his pet project. Um, you know, okay, let's say he did that and 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 makes it a law, and there's somehow like government funding allocated to Vivo to like hire government employees to go through and rate every music video. Uh, no public company is going to take on the expense of hiring people to watch 60,000 music videos to put a rating on them. Um, so, uh, or excuse me, no private company is. So like, you're going to need, you're going to need like the, the, the hand and the po- pocketbook of the government uh, to make something like that happen. I think. Yeah, we've already seen, you know, the the uh, British kind of take a stab at it. And I, I kind of have to update myself on how that project is going because I, I do remember them starting it out and it, it was very obvious to just like, hey, guys. like, But it was like David Cameron or something, right? It wasn't like. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it came from the top, band. but they were just like, hey, let's, you know, it, it seemed like they were kind of just like trying it out. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Well, I mean, I think this is... Um, Who knows? They, people keep putting cigarettes and vapes in their music videos. and <laughs> Well, so uh, guess which video they identify, weirdly enough, as uh, one of the worst offenders for uh, uh, tobacco references. I don't know. Tell me. It's Trump the- Trumpets by Jason Derulo. I was like, when, I, when they said that, I was like, I, I had to... I Go back and watch that. the video. I, yeah, I don't remember that. Um, what happens in the trumpets videos? It just full of people like chewing tobacco and like <laughs> dipping. Um, uh, kind of. I mean, it's directed by Colin Tilly, um, who directed a lot of Jason Derulo videos of the, of that album, including um, Wiggle. Yeah, and it's it's uh, it's there's a lot of smoke. Um, and like I, it basically, it, the the only tobacco use is like uh, cigars. It's mainly that he's like sitting in a chair with cigar. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. right. I wonder what "Getting Jiggy with It" by Will Smith, because he says, uh, "I don't light it; it's for the look. I just bite it." Right. And he's talking about a cigar. So, like, where does the FCC land on that? Oh, they're going to. Where does? Down. 
<laughs> take yeah. it down. We don't care if it's for the look, Big Willie. Absolutely All right? not. Yeah. Put it away. Yeah, it's still illegal, Big Willie. Put the tobacco away, Will Smith. Uh, that's the name. That's the name of this podcast. Put the tobacco away, Will Will Smith. Um, so anyway, that was fun. Can we talk about some of these music videos that came out this week? Hey, you don't talk. Don't want to talk about this for another. Few let's hours? talk. Let's talk shop. Music video shop. Um, I'm that's the name of this podcast. Our, our, music video shop. Um. Music video shop. Okay, I'm just writing. And these also down. put this put the cigar down, Will Smith. These are these are also great uh, candidates for just tweets. Yeah. If you wanted to just tweet, put the cigar down, Will Smith. Or I'm just going to tweet music video shop ten times in a row. Over the yeah, next right. Days. <laughs> um, so we are in a, a you know this is uh, January. It's Here a, we are. Not the hottest time for music videos, but we've always got some some zingers that come out during this time of the year. Yeah. The old January zinger, I like to call it. Yeah. Um, Famously, so, you call it that. Let's talk about. So, Doug, where would so I'm going to give you the bottle to spin. Where <gasps> where's it going to land? Wow. Well, <clears throat> I don't normally love animated music videos. I know Adam Alexander's a big fan of animated music videos. Adam, I think you probably are in Adam Fairholme also on, in favor of them. Um, I, uh, I, I come off skeptical of them, mm-hmm. but we've got a, we've got a zinger this week. We've got a January zinger, uh, this week by general electrics, angel boogie angle. What's it? What is it? Angle. 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 <laughs> Angle Boogie. I was trying to go on memory. Uh, nope, just can't read. Um, so General Electric's Angle Boogie. Uh, this is a music video that is animated, like I mentioned, but it's some of the most impressive animation that I, I've seen. Like this, the style of animation in this music video is unbelievable. Uh, it's super fun. And like a lot of it, like I watch and I don't really know how they did it. And it's all kind of like 2D and, and, uh, rotoscope but i'm like I, I can't get my head around some of the some of the things they got going on in this video i'm i'm not really sure how they did a lot of these techniques like you said doug um there is some rotoscoping in there that's the most noticeable technique uh given my sort of limited knowledge of animation yeah um but you're there are like multiple different styles of things going on in here that are sort of uh you know um woven together different styles of animation um, shapes shapes also play a big uh a big yeah. role in this video squares and triangles and stuff and i think again i'm not really sure how they did a lot of it but i did notice a few things such as the primary colors and it does play around with some different um like classical art forms as well there's some abstract art uh, moments in the video and it kind of plays around with that as well but um what were some of the the uh, the moments where you were puzzled by the uh, the technique, Doug? Well, so there's a couple of things going on. There's like a dancing, there's dancing, and then there's um, uh, also like a, f- a performance, like face uh, animation that's going on. And what the stuff I found most striking was the face stuff when they would uh, keep the facial features, but then put it on to um, like a lot more abstract, like. Uh, shape combinations and stuff and the way that it was just like all mapped together um uh, i guess i could like figure out how they did it it just seems the stuff is so complex uh and so layered um that it 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 almost seems uh like it 
it, like you can't figure out how they did it. You know, like if you if you really sat and thought about it, you probably could work it out. But um, that's that's the stuff that I found the, the most striking in this video. It's a really cool clip. I feel like it's maybe something that you might have seen on uh, on Sesame Street, like way back in the day. Nice. Way back in the in like the Sesame Wait, Street uh, before it was Sesame Street was on HBO. Exactly. Right. Before they got in corporate. Before Steve Buscemi was Big Bird. So this is directed by Drew Tindell. Um, directed, I believe, animated. We usually just use director as like for for some of these like you know one person. I'm not sure if it was a crew or one person that animated this, but we yeah. do see a lot of music videos that are that are basically just like one person animating it, which are, which is really neat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I also love animated music videos. Uh, this one was uh, great. <laughs> uh, name of the song is also fantastic. The Angle Boogie, and if you like boogies, man, this one is a good one. Um, it really is boogie. Drew Tindell, by the way, you might folks might know. Um, there was a series on Vimeo called California Inspires Me. It was like an animated documentary series, uh, and Drew made made one with Reggie Watts that a lot of folks responded to. I saw it like in the, it not only did really well on Vimeo, but it I also saw like a bunch of gifs that kind of came out of the animation, uh, and you see a lot of the um, similar style in this music video as you see in that uh, California Inspires Me uh, Reggie Watts. Uh, animated doc Sweet. so check that out it'll be in the show notes it will be um writing it down right now um so i'm gonna uh, you know i'm gonna throw it to adam alexander to pick um out of our watch list the next one we're talking about because i'm because you know i like whipping it so i'm whipping it over to adam sure um i i really love this uh odessa video that we've got on the list here directed by dan brown um and I'm very interested in knowing some more about it. Maybe you guys can help me out. I feel like there's some uh, really obvious historical moments in this video that I missed. Um, they just look like things that I should know but don't. I don't know if you guys can catch any of them. But anyway, I'll just talk about the video a little bit. Um, it's a black and white video. And it's sort of a, a series of, uh, is vignettes the right term? Um, different I believe, scenes. I believe it is, yeah. Yeah, it's Get definitely in. like... It's, it's scenes because it kind of goes back to them and stuff. Right, right. So, and, and basically each sort of scene uh, has one central character um, and it sort of jumps around in time and history and um, it's, it's actually really well done. It's a really cool video. Um, and I, I just, I really liked it. It was, it was really great. Did you guys... No, like, do we have uh, specific moments in history, or is this sort of fictional? And I think it's fictional. Um, I think it's. It, I don't. I didn't. There was nothing that like seemed uh, to feel like any specific events that that I saw. The only one um, that I could that I kind of I believe alluded to maybe a historical event is around. Um, 222 in the video where the woman is burning at the stake kind of maybe got a little bit of a Joan of Arc vibe there mm-hmm. um, but it's I also not like it's, maybe Salem as well eh? uh, um, but the there's no like it, there's there's nothing that it like it makes it specifically either of those right it's definitely imagery inspired by real events uh, um, but there's nothing in the, in them that are that like would make it so, specific um, 
the character that's shown in the thumbnail of the video, who's obviously a discoverer, like an explorer of some type, and he happens upon a piece of land and there's a, a native there. Um, is he not meant to represent someone specific or am I insane? I don't think so. I think that the, the, one of the things that this video does exceptionally well is to provide these sort of little summaries of history that are both kind of like borrow from the imagery of it, but also have a deeper meaning to it. So, um, you know, this conquistador person, you know, is kneeling in the ocean and, and picks up a rock that that's gold mm-hmm. um, and then looks up and sees this, you know, native boy. Um, and, you know, there is, you know, those are two sort of historical looking figures. But I think what like is important in that exchange is, you know, somebody coming from another world and picking up something of value that's, you know, uh not theirs, and then looking over and seeing this this boy who's you know, they're you know part of a, a native tribe or whatever that's been there for you know thousands and thousands of years, um, and seeing them, it's a very interesting exchange having that just boy look at this person sort of picking up a piece of what they would understand to be their land, and maybe that's the most complicated like you know like nuanced example out of those these, but. Instead of like doing a like, hey, hey, we're in the 1920s and here are some flapper girls, and now we're in the 60s and free love, um, they really go through, you know, history with a much more interesting and much more nuanced and and I think much more effective uh, kind of look at it. I mean, there's yeah. there's, a, there's a beautiful shot of um, we go from. Uh, these t- I'm not really sure. They look like sort of 60s styled women who are like in their 20s or maybe late teens looking at each other. They're going in for a kiss. And then, you know, we have uh, then we see this beautiful shot of a space shuttle, you know, rising out of the clouds. Um, and those are these are things that I feel like can be are very widely open to interpretation, which makes mm-hmm. this video so effective. Yeah, I, I thought this was a. Um Beautiful video. I, th- I thought that it did a, a, like an incredible job. Where this this video was probably shot in a soundstage, mm-hmm. um, some green screen, but like it feels like the vibe. Like it feels like the atmosphere feels like they are not, you know. And it's you know for a video where it's just like a ton of people running around in a soundstage, the, the execution, the cinematography, um, and the world that they created uh, through filmmaking is. Fantastic, and I think that is incredibly ambitious, an incredibly ambitious concept. Uh, the one flaw I see in this video um, that I didn't catch the first time, but I actually watched uh, the video again with Andrea, and she pointed it out to me that, uh, and and I think it makes sense that some of the casting uh, is like is a little off. Uh, like the original guy, the fr- the guy at the very beginning of the video, uh, feels just like a, a regular hipster dude, uh, dressed up. Um, and like, I think I get, I got lost in the look and the cinematography, um, the first few times I watched it and then like watching it from that perspective, uh, I kind of, it kind of spoiled, spoiled it a little bit for me. Uh, and then I started like being more critical of the casting, uh, and I realized that you know it it was probably lacking compared to the level of some of the other stuff. I think it also um, another thing that I noticed with it is I think it marks 
another video and sort of, I'd rather use the word trend than a trope, but um, it did remind me of a couple of other videos or sort of a style of presentation that we've been seeing more. And the videos that came to mind were uh, Iron by Woodkid, which also presents a series of characters in, in vignettes in a black and white format. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I, I thought of Keffer's Rouge as well, which does a similar thing to that. Um, it's got a, just an in general very wood kid feel to it uh, for it, sure. It does, it does, but n- not necessarily in a, in a you know like a a, a rip off way. It's no, done no. in a slight in a different way. Um, but I love that I love that video. So I'm happy to see um, anything that sort of is reminiscent of that without being mm-hmm. like you know a copy, which it, right. which it's not. So yeah. One interesting aspect that. Uh I loved about this video is the the bookend aspect to, of it. Um, uh, it's sort of centered around this scene, um, sort of blue lagoonish scene where this uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, these like I don't oh even, God. maybe use that's a t- <laughs> blue lagoon. That's a movie that people. It is saw, a movie. Right? No, I know. Book shields. There's not movie. a good. There's not a good nudity movie. in that. <laughs> there's what what. Wait, hold on. Wait, what do you guys? It wasn't. It was body, Brooke Shields' body doubles in that movie. Yeah, I know, she but it testified not, in front of the in front of Congress. But it's not a good movie. <laughs> yeah, but it, it has this sort of like feel. So there are these two, you know, like they're they're um, youngish uh, couple, but they're they're like I don't know. I don't want to say like cavemen, but they're like lying on the ground. They're dirty. Um, they're using like fur. You know. You know fur what are they called pellets or whatever um like fur as a blanket they're like you know but and they are kind of going to sleep and this video all happens in the time space between when this guy walks up for a second by the way i thought you were explaining blue lagoon <laughs> i'm like that's not what i remembered blue is, is it not cool to mention did, did, did that not kind blue of remind you fine, of blue lagoon but if no, we're talking, I, I, if we're talking about movies that if we're talking about movies you watch because nudity is in them like is that the theme of this podcast like no <laughs> i've never i've never seen blue lagoon i just know i saw that. i watched blue lagoon for the same reason i watched uh um uh, mr show with bob and Dave. <laughs> Because there was an end at the beginning. That time it, it paid off for twelve year old Doug. Uh, and it, <laughs> well, you know, maybe I should stop by a line of inquiry there. But I'm gonna go <laughs> further because so they're they're sort of lying next to this fire. It's nighttime, and this guy walks up, also kind of like dressed as a caveman. He's got like a he's got like a I see what you mean with the casting now. He looks like kind of like a uh, uh, like a model, male model. Yeah, like he looks up. like some guy, like maybe who you'd see in like a deodorant commercial or yeah. something. No, yeah, he's like now I'm a caveman. So he walks up and he kind of like stares at this girl, and then then all this stuff happens. And at the end, you know, you're you're taken you know, into modern times. You see the space shuttle launch and all that. You see the, the protests and riots, and then you're taken back to that time. Um, and this this uh, spoiler alert. Um, this girl wakes up and this guy's not there anymore. So it's very open to interpretation. But I think that the one interesting question is, is this this time where these people are living obviously very primitively, is this before all this happened, all this human history or after this human history? Because we don't end on like, you know, uh, you know, people doing, uh, you know, complex surgery, you know, across the world with robots or something like that. We end with with a with a protest. We end up with like kind of like a riot. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting to think about, you know, uh, what that what these bookends mean in the context of everything that comes in between it. Yeah, yeah. 
But really, really great video though. Despite the, despite the, uh, like I, I don't want to, I didn't want to, I don't want to make it seem like um, the casting was like problematic or anything like that. I just think that um, uh, it just kind of stood out. I don't think they're like they're like whitewashing anything or anything like that. It's just uh, no, there's no white Jesus in this. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just uh, yeah, it's just it's hard to it's hard to fill it's hard to fill a, a, a music video with a cast this large. Uh, with, Adam, with people who don't look like actors. Adam Alexander, have you seen Blue Lagoon? <laughs> of Lagoon? course. Really? Has everybody seen it but me? I just, I, for some reason. You just I, know it is a reference. Well, I was listening to a, a podcast the other day and, and they were talking a lot about Blue Lagoon. And I, and I, now, it up and on people, listen, people listening to this podcast can say the same thing. Right. It's, it was on the, uh, for anybody interested, it was on the latest episode of the Cracked podcast. Ah. There's not much to see, really. If you've seen the trailer, you've seen the film, essentially. There's, there's not a whole lot to it. So if you're familiar with a scene, then you're good. You can count it as... Yeah, just extrapolate that over 90 minutes. Yeah, I read like yeah. the... Uh, <laughs> there's coconuts. I read the uh, like the synopsis on Wikipedia. I'm like, how do they turn this into a whole movie? Um, but a lot anyway. of underwater swimming scenes. Nice. With, I like with, that. Of, of, naked, of naked people. <laughs> so... Um, the next one we should talk about is Joy Wave Destruction. Yeah. yeah. Directed by Philip Andelman. Um, this is, of course, his first uh, music video of 2016 because it's only January. Um, but Philip Andelman is uh, he's one of the majors, I'd say, the major directors. Of- yeah, I mean, if you pull up uh, his page on IMVDB and you look at his the music videos that the most popular videos you're seeing, you know, Rihanna and Beyonce and Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift and Megan Trainer and, uh, uh, Miley Cyrus, you know, some, uh, some, some people you may have may or may or may not have heard of the fam. Um, so this <laughs> video is called destruction directed by Philip Edelman. And, um, it is a concept video, um, wherein the concept is that joy wave is a struggling man. Um, and they, uh, are having a hard time kind of coming up with, uh, or they're, I'm sorry, they're auditioning new drummers, Mm -hmm. um, trying out all these drummers and (laughs) not working out, not working out, not going great. And then in comes, I don't want to say in walks cause it's an inanimate object in walks. I believe it's, it's. They keep referring to it as something, a first generation something. Did you say a first generation MP3 player? It's first generation MP3 player. I'm, I'm sure it's like a, a Zune or something, and they could they ended like ultimately couldn't use the name of it. I had but it's, not, it's not an iPod. No, and I no. had a first generation MP3 player, and, and it was the size of a small paperback novel. So uh, this <laughs> it was basically like when the when I, the iPod came out, like eleven other brands tried to like be like, no, we'll be it. Instead. No, this looks much more. This is this is like a five-year-old device it's not even ipod uh it's, oh, okay. it's, a, it's a more modern device but anyway the joke is that um that this uh little i you know this little mp3 player device is so good that it sort of catapults the the uh, band to stardom and then you know as the classic uh, that thing you do storyline takes hold uh the the, the mp3 player kind of becomes more famous in the band uh feelings are hurt uh, there is resentment and it all just comes tumbling down i won't give it away because it's a it's a well it's a long video for, for <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, I, it's a long video well, it's, it's a long 
<laughs> it's a long video for such an amazing reason. Yeah. So um, <laughs> this this has one of my favorite sort of just like jokes that like if I was making music videos that just would like I would kind of like pee my pants laughing doing this and then would like take out before I you know I release this to the world. So I'm so happy that they left this in. Yeah. Because the vid- so the actual YouTube video length is eight minutes and twenty one seconds. But the actual video length is four minutes and forty five seconds. And then for the rest of the video, a good solid four minutes, uh there is They basically a- replay the song again. Yeah, they replay the song again and it's a painfully just like obnoxiously slow uh, title like uh, credit crawl, right? Um, and it's th- there are three credits contained. <laughs> three <it's> credits. So <laughs> three credits contained in this credit crawl, <laughs> and, and it is four minutes long. And they just slowly, one at a time, just inch across the screen. And so for like a minute and a half, it's like directed by Philip Andelman, like and just in just like basic ass, uh, you know, basic ass like aerial font, yeah, aerial font, black background, uh, white text, you know, 24, 24 size, just slowly inching up. Um, and then there's a little button at the end, but basically, uh, just a slow creep. I can't like, and it adds this is a, this is probably a joke that like us and the people listening to this podcast would find really funny, but like. The fact that it's Philip Andelman and like he's got half million, uh, half a billion view videos on his account that like his first video of 2016 is like is like this silly joke where an I like an MP3 player t- like takes the fame away from a band and then does a four minute credit crawl of basically just his name. <laughs> like, what a fucking amazing thing for him to kick this year off. Like, uh, kick this year off with. like could not love this video more and could not love the four minute thing at the end. Uh, yeah. Uh, the executive, uh, I was, we were emailing back in, uh, with the executive producer of this video, Jeff Pantaleo. And, uh, I think I said something like, uh, like this is a hilarious video, but uh, you guys, the credit crawl at the end is spectacular. <laughs> right, right. It's so good, so good. Big, big ups to uh to part to partisan and Philip Andelman. He also yeah. was a DP for this video, so this right. feels like it was you know like uh, he obviously was extremely invested in this video. This isn't one of those things where he just like kind of like showed up and not that he yeah. would do that, but you know, like this, this, this was something that like, um, it was not done in post, like without his, uh, knowledge, I suspect. Right. And I, I actually, I really enjoyed this joy wave album and they actually did three really fantastic music videos too. The, the first music video for tongues was directed by Daniels and Zach Stoltz. And then their last video, somebody new was directed by Keith Schofield and this, 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 this uh, destruction video, all fantastic music videos. So, um, uh, you know, so something about these joy wave guys makes really good music video directors want to, uh, make really good music videos for them. Um, the band themselves, Joywave, on their Facebook page, when they shared out destruction, the day that it was released, they added a comment to it. And they said, uh, just saw our new video for Destruction. Really great. The CGI team did an even better job <laughs> making us appear lifelike than they did in our Somebody New video. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Nice. 
Yeah, they uh, seem like uh, funny dudes. Obviously, funny they boys. have to be funny dudes. Like, I, I, we've seen, obviously, like, very funny videos. I've never seen um, sort of just, like, a joke played out quite this long. Um, or, like, something that, like, v- like, very obviously started as, like, a hey, wouldn't it be funny if we did this and then they actually did it kind of thing? Yeah. Um, very, you know, I think in 99% of other bands and directors, they would have just been like, yeah, so like that, that's funny, but we like can't actually do that. We're not going to actually put that out. <laughs> uh, right. Um, and, and just so you know, like I was ready to, like this, I was ready to put this video on the watch list before the credit card. Oh, thing. yeah, yeah. Like I like, like I, like, the dumb, I, I like the, the the dumb MP3 player joke. Uh, great for me, like yeah, it was fantastic. It, it was great, yeah. But the end, the end seals it. And, and the, the one of the funniest things about that premise as well is that um, it doesn't make sense, but it doesn't make sense on multiple levels. Yeah, like that an MP3 player would be able to do, and that's the kind of you know some people, a lot of people who try to do sort of like random comedy in that vein uh, often falls flat on its face because uh, they're picking something random just for one reason, because it's sort of unexpected. This whole premise and the way they carry it out and kind of commit to it um, truly is, makes absolutely no sense. Um, And (laughs) like on like every, every like piece they build onto it just adds to the nanity, which is uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a scene where the um, MP3 player is like having a threesome with two girls in the back <laughs> of the tour bus. That's <laughs> uh, so, so good. <laughs> so, uh, um, so the last video that we have on the list of our four, I believe that's uh, how do you say it in Spanish? Is that cuatro? No, no, it is cuatro because next yeah. is cinco. Okay, right. Um, is this Valentino Khan? deep down low video here we're going for a little bit of a trippy vibe a little trippy vibe um and this is directed by ian pons jewel our bud um and it takes our pal. it takes place in a little uh i don't know if you call it sushi shop but a little kind of like i guess these are all over the place in in japan this is just one of those kinds of places i feel they're like all over the place in new york city too oh they are oh sweet we should maybe, maybe this was i don't know where this is filmed but it seems like it was I don't think it, this is not new york city though. um so this isn't like one of these little like uh, tiny little restaurant things. Um, interesting because so this it's in Japan. This uh, kind of young kid goes into the restaurant and is kind of he's vis- troubled. He's troubled. Yeah, he's visibly shaken. He's a little sweaty. Or high. He could have been. I thought high. Don't Adam. Don't give it away. Oh. Um, but then he he starts to hallucinate all sorts of things, and it's mm-hmm. at the beginning it's not really clear if these are hallucinations or or what sort of world we're in. But that that becomes increasingly clear. And I won't describe everything or, or give it away, but it's it it kind of just keeps building on that. Yeah, and right. you can give it away now. He's high. <laughs> <laughs> What's he high on though? What, what what kind of thing makes tentacles come out? They of can't show. He's that high on music. music. He's high on music. They can't show that. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, you're right. David Cameron. We don't want to expose the youth to that. Ted Cruz is all over this. Yeah, Ted Cruz is, <laughs> would hate this video. Yeah, Ted Cruz is not having it. Um, what do you think Ben Carson would think about this music video? Oh, Ben Carson would be down. Let's go through all the Republican candidates and, and make up what they would think about this I video. I mean, for real talk, I know Ben Carson is using his uh, pal Jesus as like a way to get votes. 
with you know mm. uh, Republican religious voters, but deep down, you know, Ben Carson knows how to party. Yeah, right. Um, and he would party deep down low. Right. Um, so, what are some of the things that uh, make you realize that the main character in this music video is high? Uh, did you say things that gross me out, Doug? Then I would say the girl who gets on her knees, opens her mouth, and then we take a journey <laughs> oh, through, that was, I, through her yeah. intestinal tract. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, they're not going to do what I think they're going to do, are they? And yes, we do come out her butt. Yeah. Um, so I got second. really claustrophobic in that scene. Yeah, it is. it, it was in, a, in its own special way terrifying. I yeah. saw Skrillex in that scene. Skrillex has a cameo. He's one of the faces. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I I think he might be, he might be the last face before the butt. Yeah. I like that she's wearing a shirt that says poverty sucks on it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if that's a reference to something or they're just making a declarative statement, but either way, it's a, it was a shirt. It was a fun shirt. Um, I feel like poverty sucks is a Facebook page that, um, you know, a lot of people would be like, yeah, I'll like that. Yeah, I think poverty sucks. Yeah. Um, what uh, did some of the some of the effects? I feel like the effects in this video were probably done by some of the same folks that worked on uh, Ian Ponchul's Bad Blood video by NAO um, because it feels some of it feels very similar. If you remember in that video, there are trees um, and and uh, vines and and roots growing out of. Uh, people's eyes and, and noses and mouths. And in this video, there are tentacles coming out of a lady's eyes. Mm. So it makes sense that it would be some of the same folks working on this video. It'd be weird if Ian went to somebody else to do the eye tentacles. Yeah, I feel like if you've got some people who that's they've got that experience under their belt, mm-hmm. um, like, yeah, why would you go to anybody else? Especially since they did it so... They did a good job of it for some reason. I mean, yeah, the, the effects in this video, it's, like, super fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, you know, the um, it just, it's fun to watch. The, some of it is, is uh, super fun and enjoyable, but some of it is also very, like, makes you feel weird. And the ending is certainly that. Uh, I had some trouble with the ending, and I had some trouble with the claustrophobia while going uh, through Skrillex's mouth and butt. I mean, Skrillex was in there, but it was it was the the girl's mouth and butt. Yeah, but if I'm to understand what the inside of somebody's body is like when they have multiple faces through their tract, it's that there are multiple um, butts. Hmm. That's a good point. Yeah, you don't yeah. really know whose butt you went through. Everybody's hmm. like a human centipede, really. Yeah, but inside one human, it's different. But did you guys similar. both see Human Centipede? I didn't. Yes, I haven't seen it. No. <laughs> Adam, yeah, matter of factly, yes. Yeah, right. Did and you the sequels. Yeah, how many I've sequels only seen see? part one. No, okay. I've only I've only seen part one. You're a purist. Pretty good. One was good. It's a, it's worth a watch. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Cool. You put it on, at, you know, like uh, Christmas evening. It's know. a first date movie. Right. Yeah. Christmas evening. The kids. Love <laughs> it. Um, evening. I think we I think we did it, you guys. We've um, done it. 2016. I'm glad the fam's all back together. Mm, so good to be fammy. Um, and uh, you can find us at https colon forward slash forward slash imvdb.com forward slash podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, this is episode 180, I believe. We're heading up to there to 200, you guys. It'll happen this year. Um, not stopping. 
Um, and you can find Adam I told you. Alexander at uh, at Adam tweets a lot or fringemusicfix.com. Doug, your Twitter handle is Doug Clinger. Doug underscore Clinger. Doug underscore Clinger, sorry. Um, and then mine is Adam Fairholm. So. Give until, us a follow. Go Give us a follow. Give us a rating on, on iTunes. Yeah, go give to iTunes. A, be like these. Give us this. These jackasses talk over each other. Yeah. <laughs>